This is Live Long, Retire Strong with Karen Presha Dowling from Dowling Legacy in Retirement. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Karen provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Live Long, Retire Strong with Karen Presha Dowling. Welcome to Live Long, Retire Strong. My name is Karen Presha Dowling from Dowling Legacy and Retirement. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show, give us a call at 708-479-8771 or visit us online at dowlingretirement.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out our past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Fall is one of my favorite times of year. The weather is warm, but not too warm. The leaves are changing, and it's the perfect time to head to your local apple orchard to pick your own fruit and grab a gallon of fresh apple cider. And let's not forget that Halloween is just around the corner. There are a few things I enjoy more than handing out candy to neighborhood trick-or-treaters. But when it comes to retirement, fall brings with it a couple of very important dates. The first date this year is this Friday, October 15th, which is when Medicare's annual open enrollment period begins. Medicare open enrollment then concludes this upcoming December, Tuesday, December 7th. The other date to mark on your calendar is this upcoming Monday, October 18th, which kicks off one of my favorite, favorite weeks, Estate Planning Awareness Week. We strongly advocate for everyone to get their affairs in order. That's one of the reasons why we love the Estate Planning Awareness Week. During today's show, we're going to discuss tips and strategies for both long-term strategies and Medicare open enrollment. But first, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who always shines as bright as the fall leaves. (laughs) I don't know about that. Wow, what an introduction. Uh, I think you're reaching pretty deep into that bag of compliments on that one <laughs> uh, to get to come up with that, Karen. But yeah, I've been doing great. I've had a great week, just crazy busy. I, but I do love this time of year. I love fall. And I'm glad we're talking about this. Um, you know, and I've learned one thing, never turn down a compliment. So I'll, I'll take it. But but yeah, I think we're going to have a great show today. Before we get into it, though, I wanted to ask, how have you been? You were telling me before the show, you've been pretty busy, right? Very, very busy. It's been um, exciting, though. We've got some uh, wonderful changes coming up. We will be moving in November into our new office space that wow. we purchased. That's and awesome. That's exciting and uh, just a busy season. A lot of people have been uh, coming in and uh, having some retirement changes and uh, they've been doing some some estate planning checkups, which we love. Oh. Yeah. In fact, that's what we're talking about today. And, you know, we're talking about, uh, I know it's estate planning week coming up and then, uh, open enrollment for Medicare. So 
Uh, these are two huge elements when it comes to crafting a retirement strategy, right? Absolutely. You nailed it, Tony. Let's get things rolling with legacy planning. An Investopedia article, Estate Planning, 16 Things to Do Before You Die. I know it sounds kind of morbid, but it's really, really important. And this article does a terrific job of presenting some critical info in a user-friendly format. The article's first piece of advice is to take a full inventory of the important things you own. The article's first piece of advice is to take um, a quick walk through your home, jotting down the big things like TVs, electronics, jewelry, collectibles, antiques, and also to hit the garage so you can note things like vehicles and power tools. Our attorneys have advised us to videotape your home in case of flood, fire, theft, tornadoes, if you live in the Midwest like us, because those are admissible in court. Get videos and photos of memorabilia, collectibles, valuables, with also the certificate of authenticities. As you put your list together, make notes of those specific persons, people in mind that you have uh, in mind for those certain items. Yeah. Yeah, making a list is a great idea. Uh, I think that's really important, uh, obviously. And, um, you know, after you've put together that list of all your cool stuff, it's probably, you know, then it's time to start gathering up all that paperwork, right? That's exactly right. And between yourself and your financial services professional, you likely already have a good idea about where all these important documents are. But going through them for a double check is always a wise move. You know, these documents include things like your brokerage statements, 401k statements, bank accounts, life insurance policies, additional policies like homeowners, disability, auto insurance, your long-term care policies, and of course, health insurance. Well, yeah. Wow. All that. There's a lot to keep track of. Uh, yes. That's the thing uh, when it comes to all this. So um, you know, uh, that makes sense. I'm glad you brought up financial services professionals because, uh, you can get in the weeds with all this stuff and working with somebody like yourself, Karen, can make organizing your financial life so much easier. And uh, if you aren't currently working with somebody, a financial pro, I would strongly urge our listeners to pick up the phone and give you a call. We, we definitely encourage that. And, uh, we'll get into a little bit more about what, um, we have to offer in terms of helping in that area. Sure. Um, another item is putting together a comprehensive list of your debts and tabulating what you owe on credit cards, mortgages, auto loans, lines of credit, and other debt sources, which is a critical step so that you and your beneficiaries have a full picture of your finances. The last thing you want Those that you leave behind is to deal with in the weeks after your passing is any financial surprises. As you put together your debt list, make sure you include account numbers, the location of these necessary documents, and contact information for banks or companies who hold those debts. And it can be easy to forget about a debt source, particularly if it's not a ton of money. Running a free credit report at least once a year can help you pinpoint any of the credit debt you may have forgotten about. 
Yeah, and, and I mean, the idea of making sure that your family and friends have that full picture of your finances, it, it's just so important, isn't it, Karen? Absolutely. Putting together a list of your various memberships is a next solid move that you should make. You may belong to a group like AARP, the American Legion, a professional association, or a college alumni organization. Make sure these organizations are noted in your plan because some of them may have a no-cost life insurance that your beneficiaries may collect. Just as importantly, those you leave behind may want to donate in your honor to an organization or group they knew meant a great deal to you. Yeah, yeah, that's important. And that's a great point that I hadn't thought of, Karen. I'm glad you brought that up. Some organizations, you might have some type of life insurance policy through the AARP or the Legion uh, or maybe even a college alumni association. So you never know. Make sure they're all listed. Make sure your loved ones know. And you don't want to leave people... Uh, you know, you love your loved ones in a bad situation or not knowing. Um, but, you know, I think that's a, a great point also about donate in your honor. I think of walking around a museum or a zoo or places like that. I'm always struck by how many exhibits or even benches uh, that are there have plaques noting that they've been made possible by a donation in uh, a beloved person's honor. So uh, that's a great thing to do as well. Oh, I love that. I think that that is such a great way to honor someone. Yeah. Next, you'll want to make three signed and dated copies of your various lists. The original copy should be handed off to your legacy administrator. A person we'll discuss in more detail later in the show. A second copy should be given to your spouse if you have one. And you should keep the third copy for yourself in a safe deposit box. I wanted to mention something that we provide our clients is something called a generational vault, which is an online safe deposit box. This is a secure, convenient digital vault that keeps your documents safe while also providing 24-7 access with an internet connection. And we provide this complimentary to our clients. And you know, it's a nice place to keep those documents and perhaps even their passwords that they have yeah. to various um, internet sites. Yeah, I think that's so important and that's great. I've I've used that generational vault, the tool you provide, and I love how you provide it to the folks you work with at absolutely no cost. Uh, it's, it's secure. It has the same encryption level as banks. And so uh, your information secure. You have a password and then make sure uh, a, you, uh, a beloved person, your spouse or uh, someone you trust also has access to it, but that way you can access it wherever you're at. Even if you're traveling, all your important documents, your financial accounts, uh, it's really great. And like you said, you can put a list of your passwords in there or instructions uh, to those you might leave behind. I think that's really great. Now, we've had a great discussion so far. We're going to keep uh, rolling. What do you have for us next? Listeners can visit my website at dowlingretirement.com or call my office at 708-479-8771 to discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns about your path to retirement or any legacy planning issues that you might have. It's our goal to help you prepare for retirement you've worked so hard for and always dreamed of. Yeah, I think that's great, Karen. And uh, I would encourage our listeners to give you a call and set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation 
uh, to talk to yourself or Ron about that. Uh, that's great. You have a great team there as well. Now you've given us Thank some, you. yeah, you've given us some great information. We're talking about two important dates here in October. October 15th is when Medicare open enrollment began and October 18th marks the beginning of estate planning awareness week. So we're talking about estate planning and uh, Medicare today. Uh, what do you have for us next? Let's stick with the Investopedia article, Estate Planning, 16 Things to Do Before You Die, for a bit longer. The article's next piece of advice is to review your retirement accounts. As most of you probably know, retirement accounts and policies with designated beneficiaries will pass to the folks you've chosen after your passing. It's essential to note that your will or trust doesn't supersede the designations you've already made within these accounts. So what does that mean? It means that you should be certain that your chosen beneficiary designees still fit within your wishes. It's not uncommon for an ex-spouse or relative who's fallen out of favor to end up with a windfall because the policy or account holder forgot to change a beneficiary designation. Reach out to your plan or policy administrator or your company's HR team to make sure your beneficiary designations are fully up to date. Yeah, that's, and I know you've talked about that before, Karen, how important beneficiary designations are. And this is yet another place where working with a financial services professional makes a lot of sense because uh, you're equipped to help update people's various beneficiary designations and make sure that they're all accurate because they do take precedent over a will, as you mentioned. They do. And we've seen um, litigation on that where uh, a beneficiary was an ex-spouse and uh, a child was uh, disinherited because of it. So mm, it's unfortunate, not but yeah, not good. Early in the show, though, I, I mentioned that we had needed to address legacy administrators. So I'll, I'll do that now. Um, when it comes to choosing your administrator, consider two critical words, responsibility and trust. You should know the person you choose to be responsible to your wishes and that you can trust them to see that your wishes are followed through. It's natural to presume your spouse is the best choice, but that might not always be the case because an administrator will often need to ignore emotions and stick to the letter of both the law and what you've spelled out. That means a grieving spouse or child might not be the best choice. Right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's a good point. And you have to think about these things. It's not hard to imagine that a spouse or child isn't going to want to be burdened by paperwork and decision making while they're still trying to come to terms with your passing. I mean, this is a, it's tough to deal with and think about, but the more you have done in advance and, and pre-planned, uh, just uh, the better it's going to make it for everyone. True. And that's why sometimes we put a trust protector on there, and uh, that's usually the attorney. Drafting a comprehensive will is another way to help relieve those you leave behind of some of that burden. While we're talking mainly about the people of retirement age today, the fact is anyone older than 18 should have a will. Your will is the instruction manual that spells out how your assets will be divided. Now, in the state of Illinois, if you don't have a will, they've provided one for you and you may not like it. 
So it's really important that everyone have a will, and especially in what we've just went through with the COVID pandemic, it was um, not uh, discriminating in any of the age groups. So no matter what your age is, everybody should have that. Uh, Don't forget that you don't have to have sizable assets for your distribution to cause chaos and bad feelings for those you leave behind. Thankfully, wills are one of the easier and less expensive parts of a legacy plan. Many lawyers can often help put one together for less than $1,000, often, you know, around $600 for some, depending on your legacy's complexity and where you live. It's recommended that you meet with an estate planning attorney to draft your will and other estate plan documents, particularly your powers of attorney for health and for financial. Yeah, and that's that's really good. And, you know, it's hard to... Uh, you know, deal with a lot of these things. And I cringe with uh, about thinking of people passing without a will, like Prince. You, you hear about stars, you know, mm-hmm. movie stars and famous people who uh, pass on without a will, like Prince, and it just is a big mess and still in contention years later. But no matter how wealthy you are or how little or much you own, uh, dying without a will means your loved ones are going to have a lot to deal with. Very true, Tony. Once you're satisfied with the will you've drafted and it's been signed, witnessed, and notarized, it's important to get a copy to your legacy administrator. If you, you know, keep your original with your attorney or financial services professional, you'll also want to keep a copy at home that you can refer to as needed. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's helpful as well. I think that's really good. So, um you know, once your documents are updated and that will is complete and safely stored, then can we breathe a sigh of relief? Well, maybe, Tony. Even if you're <laughs> good about the steps you've already taken, it's always a good idea to get a second opinion. Sometimes you don't know what you don't know. A financial services professional may be able to identify soft spots in your plan. And as you age and your documents themselves become older, a financial pro can help you update certain aspects of your plan, especially as it relates to something like long-term care insurance or organize your assets in a way that seeks to shield them from an overly large tax hit upon your passing. Yeah, no matter how comfortable you are with navigating your finances and your legacy plan, there's, there's never any harm in getting that second opinion. Absolutely. And, you know, simplifying your finances as much as possible is another move you may want to consider. You know, for example, if you're like many Americans, you've probably changed jobs a few times during your career. And that means that you probably have multiple 401ks and IRA accounts, sometimes consolidating what you have into a you know single 401k or IRA can help you make easier choices, reduce the expenses within those uh, yeah, investments, streamline your overall legacy planning process. You know, ultimately, procrastination can be the biggest threat to your legacy plan. Nobody likes to think about their inevitable death. And so it's easy to understand why so many people keep putting off their legacy plan. Uh, but the cold reality is that doing so can have harsh consequences. And some of those can be financial hits to you know your family 
yeah. that you leave that legacy to. The lack of a legacy plan can lead to family squabbles, ruin relationships. It can also mean that your assets end up with people who you never would have chosen, that the courts decide who that goes to, you know, unfortunately. Furthermore, not having a legacy plan also increases the likelihood that your legacy gets tied up in court and, as I said earlier, is vulnerable to hefty tax bills. Yikes. Well, and I think uh, you make a good point there. Now, uh, let's keep going. Uh, Due to time's sake, I want to jump into the next segment. I know uh, you want to focus on Medicare uh, open enrollment in, in this final segment, right? You got it, Tony. An article from Medicare Interactive, Six Things to Know About Fall Enrollment, has some helpful info and advice. First, this year's fall enrollment begins October 15th and runs until December 7th. During this open enrollment window, you can do a number of different things, including switch from original Medicare to Medicare Advantage, as long as you're currently enrolled in both Medicare Parts A and B, and you live in the Medicare Advantage's service area. Secondly, move from Medicare Advantage to original Medicare. Third, trade one Medicare Advantage plan for another. Fourth, swap one Medicare Part D plan for another. And lastly, sign up for Medicare Plan D if you didn't enroll in such a plan when you were first eligible for Medicare. Any changes you make during this fall's open enrollment period will be effective as of January 1st, 2022. Well, that's a lot. I mean, there's a lot that goes on. And I think people think, oh, I enroll for Medicare. I don't need to worry about it. But there's a reason they have open enrollment. And just traditional basic Medicare doesn't cover everything. You want to make sure you're taking advantage of, no pun intended, Medicare Advantage plans, uh, supplemental plans, making sure you're getting the full coverage you're going to need at the most cost in the most cost-effective manner. And I know this is something that you also help uh, your clients with. And I think Medicare can be confusing and even a little intimidating for people. So uh, working with somebody like yourself, uh, Karen, uh, you know, you and Ron, a professional that's licensed to adjust your strategy as needed is really a good way to relieve some of that worry about healthcare in retirement. It's a daunting task for many. And that's one of the things that we want to help people. The fall open enrollment period is also the right time to thoroughly review your current Medicare coverage, determine, you know, if we can meet your needs for the new year, if you have original Medicare Make sure you review the 2022 Medicare and You handbooks so that you're updated about the 2022 scheduled costs and benefit changes. If you utilize a Medicare Advantage or Part D plan, you should have received an annual notice of change and or an evidence of coverage. Spend some time going through those documents so you understand any impending changes to your plan's costs, benefits, and rules. Even if you're pleased with your current Medicare coverage, there's never any harm in checking out your uh, other available options. Do your due diligence is really important. The article notes that research has shown that people with Part D may be able to reduce expenses by annually shopping around for plans. 
Wow. Well, uh, where else can Medicare recipients turn for more information uh, during this fall's open enrollment period? Thankfully, there are a number of good options when it comes to doing your research. First, check out Medicare's Plan Finder tool that's available at Medicare.gov to find a part D plan. This tool uses kind of drugs you need, your preferred pharmacy, and your drug costs to compare potential plans. If you're considering purchasing a Medicare Advantage plan, then you'd want to call 1-800-MEDICARE for a list of plans in your area. Once you have that info, visit each plan's website to see if they'll be a good fit for both your needs and your budget. Finally, review the website of your state health insurance assistant program or SHIP SHIP, for information that may be able to help you better understand your various Medicare options as well as how to make the necessary changes. Well, and it's no great revelation to note Medicare is so essential to so many people and countless retirees, which makes this open enrollment period really important. But it can yes. also be stress. Yeah, it can also be stressful too. I would imagine. But if you take your time and ask for help when you need it, you can get through the process successfully. One of the most efficient way to enroll in a new Medicare plan is to do it directly on Medicare's website or through that 1-800-MEDICARE number that I mentioned earlier. By working directly with Medicare, you can help better guard yourself against any potential paperwork hiccups. It's a it's a daunting, as I said, process, and yeah, they're there to you know serve you. Yeah, it can be daunting, but if you're working with people, uh, it's really important uh, to work with people who know what they're doing. I recommend people uh, give you guys a call, Karen and Ron. Um, and, you know, absolutely. We're there. We're here to help them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got to you got to keep track of the people you talk to and the confirmation numbers you get. Uh, that's really, really important. And make sure if you register over the phone, get the full name of the person you're working with. That's a great tip. That's a great idea, Tony. While each falls and open enrollment period is important, you should also note that if you become unhappy with Medicare Advantage plan you selected in the fall, you can take advantage of the Medicare Advantage open enrollment that runs January through March 31st. So there are other options. You know, during this window, you can swap one Medicare Advantage plan for another or move from Medicare Advantage plan to your original Medicare with or without yeah, you know, Part D plan. Yeah. So are there any other open enrollment periods other than the one we're already talking about? There are, right? That's right. It's important to grasp the differences between the fall open enrollment period and the open enrollment period for both state and federal marketplaces. Federal marketplaces, which are also known as exchanges, have open enrollment um, annual open enrollment periods for people who are either uninsured or underinsured, and some of these windows may overlap with Medicare's general fall open enrollment period. Also, these marketplaces are generally not intended for people who already have Medicare or are eligible for it. If you have Medicare or are eligible for it, you should stick to the October 15th through December 7th open enrollment period. Wow. Okay. So a great show today. A lot about legacy and estate planning and a little bit there about Medicare open enrollment and how important that is. I think this has been a terrific show, Karen. 
Do you have anything else for our listeners before we go today? Well, if they our listeners would like more information about what we've discussed or would like any assistance from um, Ron and myself or my team, I'd encourage you to visit my website at DowlingRetirement.com or call our office at 708-479-8771 to discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns because it's our goal to help you prepare for all your legacy needs and your retirement that you've always dreamed of. We are here to help you. That's great, Karen. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Live Long, Retire Strong with our host, Karen Presha Dowling. And join us again soon for another episode of Live Long, Retire Strong. Thank you for joining us today and we appreciate you and take care. Thank you for listening to Live Long, Retire Strong. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Karen Presha Dowling at Dowling Legacy and Retirement. Call 708-479-8771 or visit them online at DowlingRetirement.com. Karen Presha Dowling and Dowling Legacy and Retirement are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.